into 2022. Housing, business, where are we? And how about the lending institutions and how they had to pivot? At least in doing some reading, it looks like the lending institutions are both feed in and trying to make this work for everyone. But let's bring in the guy who knows a lot more about that than I do. And that's from Prison Wealth Management, Robert Dodaro, the host on WAKR of the Wealth of Ohio. Used to be financial focus. They've changed the name to the Wealth of Ohio. We'll talk about that coming up in just a couple of minutes. You can listen to that on Saturday and Sunday mornings here on WAKR. But Robert, let's talk about these lending institutions, where they are in regards to business and the housing structure right now and still a COVID world. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, a lot of people are looking at their uh, borrowing options from the lenders just because uh, we, we all see interest rates are going to be going up most likely here pretty soon. Uh, so, you know, if you're in a position where you're looking to borrow, uh, obviously, the, the lending institutions are out there trying to accommodate because they know uh, there's going to be a rush here uh, going through. So a lot of people want to be checking out their options. Uh, you need to be evaluating how quickly uh, you know you, you you need this loan and how quickly you can pay it back if you're out there trying to borrow as well too. Um, but yeah, there, there, it's definitely an accommodating time uh, by the lending institutions. Robert, you mentioned options, and each and every day, I know everyone's going to shake their head in agreement here. We're almost getting something in the mail about refinancing our mortgage and such. Those are options out there. Different lending institutions are sending it into our direction. Talk about remortgaging, refinancing your home, and when it makes sense and when it does not. Well, ultimately, you're you're hoping to lower the interest rate. So uh, it depends on what your current interest rate is. And we've had very low mortgage rates for, you know, the past 15 years, uh, realistically, about 12 years. So you want to look at your options in there uh, just to see uh, if you can lower the rate or even stretch your payments out over a few more years, then you can lower your monthly payments down and maybe free up a little extra capital for yourself and your family uh, to make life easier on the monthly budget. Uh, as well, too. So uh, you want to check what rate you're currently paying, of course, and obviously how much time you have to pay. So uh, there's cost associated with, uh, you know, having to do new closing costs and and all that, and new loan costs uh, if you do do a refinance. So another option that a lot of uh, banks have been offering out there is the equity lines on your home as well, too, where if you have equity built up in your home, uh, you can use that equity to kind of pay off your existing home loan and then, you know, free it up to where you don't have to pay the closing costs and uh, you can, you know, keep the interest rate still low as well on that too. So uh, whether you're doing a refinance or you're using an equity line, both of them are decent options worth exploring if you're trying to free up cash uh, or, you know, lower your monthly bills. When you get into the nuts and bolts of refinancing, Robert, certainly we're looking to lower that monthly cost. We're also looking to maybe shorten up the loan. And you talked about there may be some charges in refinancing. Talk about what refinancing and how you should read the fine print as far as the length of the mortgage with those dollars. Because on those one sheets, we'll say, hey, take your mortgage from, I'll just throw this out there, $2,000 to $948. And that looks all good. But then you have to read what else goes into that. 
Yeah, so it's always a matter of how much money comes out of your pocket in the end. So the the simplest, easiest way without it, if you're not good at math or anything else like that, is take your current payments and figure out how many payments you have left. You know, take your monthly payment times the number of payments. What do you get? You know, let's just say you still owe $100,000 in this situation. Well, when you refinance, and they, like you say, they cut it down to 948 a month, take 948 times the number of new payments, and then add in any of the additional loan costs on top of that. Uh, if it comes down to it and you see, okay, well, by refinancing, I'm going to end up paying an extra $25,000, but like you said, you're cutting your loan payment in half. All right, well, now you can make a fair decision on, you know, does this, is saving this money each month worth paying the extra $25,000 to you or not before you decide anything? And then are there, are you able to bargain with the costs when you refinance? Because there's normally a charge there with refinancing. Are you able to bargain that figure or not, Robert? Uh, in some instances, you can. Uh, it, it really depends on the lending institution as to what their rules are. And kind of like when you initially start your mortgage, sometimes you can, uh, you know, either it's kind of like buying points, you know, or uh, trying to do things to lower your interest rates uh, as well, too. In there, uh, sometimes it means borrowing over a shorter period of time. Uh, sometimes it means you have to borrow more money in order to qualify for a lower rate. So, like with those equity lines, uh, sometimes borrowing more money actually saves you money. Uh, in some instances as well. So you want to look at, I, you know, I always sit down with whenever I'm in, in that situation. And I, I probably visit my banker maybe once every four to six months just to see what rates are and what my borrowing options are. Because if there's a cheap option for, for, for money out there and something that maybe my wife and I want to do as a home project or something else, like, I would just say, show me my options. You know, don't, 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 don't tell me what you think the best one is. Show me, show me a few different choices so I can get an idea of the features uh, and what, what, what the differences are between the options I have out there so I can make up my mind about which one I think does actually make sense for me the most. Robert Dadara is with us, Prison Wealth Management, and the host of WAKR's The Wealth of Ohio. Robert, record number of people are also changing their careers in the last year and a half, and some people are trying to get into their own business. They want to be their own manager in this world of COVID. What about business loans? Talk about that aspect of financing. Well, yeah, if you're uh, starting your own business, you know, it's not a bad idea to talk to the Small Business Administration, the SBA. Uh, They're not a lending institution, but they are aware of all the different loans that you can qualify for as a small business. Uh, And they're there to help you put together a business plan and help you look more, you know, have everything ready to go before a bank or a lender uh, and and improve your odds of actually getting the loans that you are looking for out there. So if you're starting to start a small business, it's not a bad idea to contact the Small Business Administration just to see what options there, there are out there from lenders, what the rates are. And since they're the ones not lending you the money, they can kind of give you the lay of the land quite a bit before you actually go meet with the people who are trying to loan you money. The other area I wanted to talk about financing, Robert, is when people are looking for that new vehicle. That's always an area where they're trying to get the best deal, what can be had, what type of interest rate they're getting. What are you seeing in the auto industry? Well, because the prices are so high on vehicles, uh, actually, financing options on vehicles right now are pretty low. A lot of times you can get a 0% loan uh, when you go to a dealership. Uh, you, you may not be able to negotiate on the price very much, 
but at least on the interest there, there's there's wiggle room in there to help keep your payments down or at least reduce how much you're paying back uh, over the, the long run on a vehicle in there. Um, you know, and, 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 and like I said in the beginning, uh, you got to evaluate how long you need money for. If you're trying to borrow it for five years, like with a vehicle, uh, or if it's something you're trying to pay off really quickly, uh, in some instances you can borrow the money from yourself, whether it be like a 401k loan or, uh, you know, if you take money from your IRA, you have 60 days to put it back in and not pay the taxes on it as well. So how quick of a, a, a loan plays in there as well. But vehicles right now you can usually get for pretty low. So rather than taking money that you may risk having to pay a lot of taxes on, uh, you, you want to try and see if there's some 0% options out there because you'll probably be able to find them if you have a decent credit score. Robert, let's talk about the name change, financial focus to the wealth of Ohio. Kind of explains the goals and the mission of the show, I imagine. But talk a little bit about the name change and then what you have in store for everyone this weekend. Well, the idea originally started because you, you always hear all these statistics or you'll hear commercials, you, you need a million dollars to retire or Social Security benefits are changing this way, but it's always a national conversation. So we're really doing our best to take these national issues uh, and, and make it more what's going on in Ohio. How is it changing specifically in Ohio to give people more information? The, you know, the, the reality is People, people want to be able to retire comfortably. They want to be able to be confident that they can retire and enjoy themselves. Uh, and at the same time, they're, 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 they don't want to give all their money away to the government in the process, too. They want to figure out how to keep their money. So the Wealth of Ohio show really is there to try and get a little bit more centralized to Ohio, a little bit more local. Uh, we plan on having different guests on throughout that, you know, every every couple of weeks just to talk about local issues uh, and, and the way it's impacting not only your money, but when we talk about wealth, it's, you know, there's, there's peace of mind, there's your health care, there's your money. There's, there's so many different things that go into the wealth of Ohio. Uh, so we're going to try and explore those a little bit differently each week uh, and bring more useful information that is relevant to the state of Ohio as we go through. Robert Dodaro with us. So, Robert, with that being said, with the Wealth of Ohio, again, Saturday morning, 730, Sunday morning at 930. What do you have in store for everyone this week? So since it's going to be the first show under the new format, we kind of wanted to give everybody the lay of the land. Like, if you're trying to play the game called How Do I Keep My Money?, uh, then realistically, there's a lot of rules you need to know, and there's a lot of different things you need to be aware of. So we kind of wanted to set the table this week so people could understand uh, just what they're in for if they're you know, trying to figure out ways where they can keep their money with themselves and with their family uh, as they go through retirement. So lots, lots of good foundational information this week.